Shalom and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Father is Shaking All Things, Part 2. In the previous podcast by that name, I shared an experience that I had uh, in February of this year. I was up one morning, uh, early in the morning, and in my recliner, I was praying, dozing, reading, and all of a sudden, things shook. I shook, the chair shook. And it was for about three or four seconds, and then there was a pause, and then it shook again for a little bit. And I realized the first thing that I thought was, is that an earthquake? But then I realized the house hadn't shook, just the chair and me. Well, that was about maybe three or four in the morning. Later that morning, I was uh, at a house of friends of ours for a prayer meeting. And as I walked in the door, uh, my friend Carrie said to me, Did you hear about the earthquakes yesterday? I barely got in the door. Did you hear about the earthquakes yesterday? And she had received on her news feed uh, reports of major earthquakes in four different countries, Canada, Panama, Japan, and China. Well, Father has my attention and immediately looked into the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, where Father says that he would shake all things. And Father there is quoting from the prophet Haggai. Just a quick review about Father is Shaking All Things, part one. What I shared there was Father's exhortation to us as things in our world are shaking, nations are in turmoil, governments are uh, fighting each other, there's riots, there's earthquakes, there's volcanoes, we have a pestilence in the earth, Uh, there's great upheaval, great unrest, there are famines and fires, and floods, and various things. Father is shaking all things, as he said he would do. My exhortation from the Father was, remember childlike faith. Prepare your heart. And then I did podcasts, one entitled, Look to the Rock, and another entitled, The King is Coming. Uh, You can look at my website, northernfire.org, or Northern Fire on uh, anchor.fm to hear these other podcasts. Let me share with you once again this word from the prophet Haggai. Father has a purpose in shaking all things. It's not just that he's being mean or wrathful. Father has a purpose in shaking things in the earth and shaking things in the heaven. This is Haggai chapter 2, verse 4. Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says Jehovah. And be strong, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. And be strong, all you people of the land, says Jehovah. And work, for I am with you, says Jehovah Sabaoth. Father's exhorting us, like then, to be strong and to work in this hour. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. Father's saying, my spirit is with you, my spirit is on you, my spirit is in you. Do not be afraid when things shake. Verse 6, For thus says Jehovah Sabaoth, Once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven, I will shake earth, the sea, and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says Jehovah Sabaoth. He wants to glorify his temple, that you and me. Uh, 
He's saying in the midst of shaking and of nations in heaven and earth, people will turn and come to the desire of all nations. That's Yeshua. That's the Messiah. He, they will come to the Messiah in us. His Spirit's in us. His strength is within us. And in these times of shaking, Father wants to glorify himself in us so that people will be drawn to the Yeshua in us. This is a true word. This is the prophecy of Jehovah for the last days. Now, Father is shaking all things. And there's a few things that Father has shown me, and I'll share with these with you one at a time. Number one, more shaking is coming. More shaking is coming. That's why Father exhorts us to be strong, just as he exhorted the people back in the time of Haggai. Be strong. Be strong. Be at work. Be at the things, the activities I've called you to be about. Yeshua in Matthew 24, 8 tells us that wars, national instability, famines, pestilence, earthquakes, natural disasters are the beginning of sorrows. Matthew 24, 8, these are the beginning of sorrows. More shaking is coming. And in the midst of this shaking, Yehovah, Yeshua says to us in John 16, 32, I have spoken these things to you that you may have peace, shalom. In the world you will have trouble. Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Yeshua has imparted to us the spirit of shalom, and he tells us to rejoice, to be glad, to be of good cheer, because he has overcome the world. And if you, I'm not going to get into it in this podcast, but in Revelation chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 3, Yeshua talks to the overcomers. Seven times he says, now to him who overcomes. We're created, we're redeemed, we're born again, we're anointed, we're called to be overcomers in this life, on this world, just as Yeshua has overcome. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Be encouraged and be of good cheer. More shaking is coming, and out of that will come greater glory. Number two, in the midst of this, Father will speak to his enemies. In the midst of all of this turmoil and uproar and shaking, Father will speak to his enemies. This is from Psalm chapter 2. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Jehovah and against his anointed, that's Yeshua, saying, it's also, we're also his anointed. Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their courts from us. He's saying nations and people will rise up in the last days and they will plot against God, against Yeshua, and against Yeshua's people, against the Jews, against Christians. Nations and kings and peoples will plot against us. And Father says it's a vain thing. We see this all around us. We see this around the globe. The persecution is on the rise and they're plotting against us. Verse 4 of Psalm 2, He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. Jehovah shall hold them in derision. While all this turmoil is going on the earth and these uh, nations and peoples are plotting against Jehovah, he's laughing about it because he knows the end from the beginning. He knows that they're plotting a vain thing, that their plotting is futile. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath, verse 5, 
and distress them in his deep displeasure. So what I'm declaring to you is out of Psalm 2, in the midst of shaking, in the midst of upheaval in the nations, in the midst of persecution against his own people, it says, Father will speak to his enemies in his wrath and he will disquiet them. Here is real hope. Yeshua saying in John 16 that he will comfort us with his peace. And here in Psalm 2, our Father saying that he will disquiet them. He will disquiet his enemies. Now, number three, Father's purpose in distressing his enemies, Father's purpose in speaking to them in his wrath, is that they would call to him and return to him. Let me say that again. Father's purpose in distressing his enemies is that they would call to him and that they would turn to him. This is in Isaiah chapter 19. Let me begin reading in verse 19 of Isaiah 19. In that day there will be an altar to Jehovah in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to Jehovah at its border. So Egypt here in that in the days of Isaiah was a real nation. Egypt in our time represents unbelievers, unbelief. Uh, people, as in Psalm 2, who are persecuting the church and Israel. So Father says, I will have an altar in the world. I will have a pillar of remembrance in the world. That's us. That's his remnant. We're his altar. We're his pillar. We're his light. We're his salt. Uh, we're his chosen ones in the midst of what is now we call spiritual Egypt. Verse 20, And it will be for a sign and for a witness to Jehovah Sabaoth in the land of Egypt, for they will cry to Jehovah because of the oppressors, and he will send them a Savior and a mighty one, and he will deliver them. So when people are being oppressed, when he speaks to them in his dis displeasure and his wrath, and he distresses nations, peoples of the earth that are his enemies, when they are oppressed themselves, he will send them a savior, a mighty one, he will deliver them. Then Jehovah will be known in Egypt, and the Egyptians will know Jehovah in that day, and will make sacrifice and offering. Yes, they will make a vow to Jehovah and perform it. They will believe. They will come to Jehovah in repentance, and they will worship him. They will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In 2 Corinthians 7.10, Paul writes, Godly sorrow produces repentance and is not to be despised. Uh, godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation and is not to be despised. So Father is prophesying in Isaiah also in 2 Corinthians 7.10 that his enemies through godly sorrow will call upon him, return to him, repent, receive salvation, and worship him. This is good news coming out of this shaking. And number four, number one was more shaking is coming. Number two, in the midst of this, Father will speak to his enemies. Number three, Father's purpose in distressing his enemies is that they would call to him and return to him. And then number four, people will look for something which isn't shaking. That's you. And that's me. Hear the word of Jehovah in Hebrews chapter 12, in beginning with verse 25. 
See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. The kingdom of Elohim in you and in me is the thing on planet earth that cannot be shaken. And it's, it's also written that the kingdom of heaven is not in eating and drinking, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's written in Hebrews 11, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. In 1 Corinthians, it says, faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest of these are love. These things, righteousness, peace, joy, faith, hope, and love, these are substance. These are the kingdom. These are the things in us that cannot be shaken. During times of shaking on planet earth, in nations, people will look for something which isn't shaking, and that's you, and that's me. Now in Psalm 125.1, it says, those who trust in Jehovah are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but abides forever. And in Matthew 7.24, Yeshua said this, the man who hears these sayings of mine and does them, is like a man who dug deep and built his house upon a rock. The storm came, the winds blew, the waters rose and beat against that house, but the house on the rock stood firm. So those of us who hear his word and who do his word built our house on, a pot, on the rock and we can't be shaken. Yeshua goes on to explain that another man built his house upon sand. The storm came, the waters rose, the wind blew and beat against that house, and great was the destruction of that house. And so whether you're building on the rock or building on the sand, the same storm comes and assails you. The same shaking is experienced by people who are trusting in Yeshua and those who are his enemies. It's the same storm and the same wind and the same water. What's the difference? The house on the rock the house built on faith in Yeshua, hope in Yeshua, based on his word and based on living out our faith in his word, we are the ones who cannot be shaken. And people around us, they're afraid. You know, think about what we've experienced in 2020 and 2021. People are afraid. It is why they do what the government tells them to do. It's why they take vac the vaccine. It's why they're, they're persecuting their friends and family members, refusing to talk to their friends and family members uh, if someone takes a stand for Yeshua. And think about the young people in our country. Young people today do not know who to trust. Young people have been lied to by the media, lied to by their parents and teachers, lied to by their government, they know entertainment and that whole industry is phony. Young people today are looking for someone who speaks the truth. 
someone who is not being shaken. And they know, they know instinctively that they're being lied to, but they don't know where to go to look for the truth. So once again, it's my exhortation, it's the Father's exhortation, that during this time of shaking, we are preparing our hearts. We are looking to the rock. We are proclaiming that the King is coming. And the other thing that's important for us is to be visible in this hour, not to be hidden away somewhere, but to be visible, producing the gifts of the Spirit, producing the fruit of the Spirit, manifesting the glory of our Father. Back to Haggai for a moment. In chapter 2 there, Father prophesies that the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. It's exactly what Yeshua said in John 14, where he said, The things I do, you will do, and greater things than these you will do. So Yeshua comes saying that his body is the temple of God. Yeshua's body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and he manifests the glory of God. And then in 1 Corinthians 16, 19, it's written that your body and my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here's two temples on planet Earth, the temple of Yeshua's body and the temple of our body. And prophetically from Haggai saying the glory of the latter house will be greater than the, former, the glory of the former house. Exactly what Yeshua said in John 14, 10 that the things he does we will do, and greater things. Yeshua himself is saying, the glory of his body on the earth in the last days will exceed the glory that he manifested in his day. This is good news. This is what's coming. This is what Father's preparing us for. This is why we are preparing our hearts, for us to manifest the glory of God on planet earth for those who are looking for something that's not being shaken. Now, in John chapter 1, verse 10, it's written, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, or tabernacled among us. We beheld His glory, the glory of the one and only, sent from the Father, full of grace and truth. The law came through Moses, grace and truth through Yeshua, the Messiah. The glory of Yeshua was in him manifesting the grace and truth of the kingdom of his Father. The grace which Yeshua manifested was the miracles. He cast out demons. He healed the sick. He cleansed the lepers. He raised the dead. Yeshua manifested the grace of his Father in the miracles that he did. The miracles drew people to him to hear the message. The miracles confirmed the message of the kingdom that he was proclaiming. The miracles got the attention of the people and they flocked to him. And then the truth, he came full of grace and truth. The truth was in his teaching. And it says in the Gospels more than once, it says, the people were amazed at his teaching because he spoke with one who had authority, not as their scribes and teachers of the law. Yeshua was a unique teacher, a unique rabbi in his day. He spoke with authority and he spoke with the truth that resonated, the peop resonated with the people who had experienced a life of lies. Now, we're called, we're anointed for this hour to also manifest glory 
as the tabernacle on the earth, full of grace and truth, not the law. Yeshua does not want us to repackage the law and give it back out to a world that's weary under the law, a world that knows nothing else but the law and condemnation and death. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians, the letter kills, the Spirit gives life. We're here to manifest the Spirit. We're here to manifest grace and truth, and people will come to that glory. I want to say this to you. You are not on the earth to manifest the law. The law is manifest everywhere. Condemnation is manifest everywhere. Death, death is, death and darkness is manifest everywhere. You are on the earth to manifest the grace and truth of Yeshua to men and women who do not know grace or truth. Men and women who know only law and lies. Men and women who are being shaken at this very hour and are looking for something different. Let me say that one more time as I close. You, your body, is a temple of the Holy Spirit. According to John 1 and John 14, you are called and anointed to manifest the glory of Jehovah and to walk the earth full of grace and truth. You are on the earth to manifest the grace and truth of Yeshua to men and women who do not know grace or truth. Shalom.